The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. Hey, bestie, it's Cammie Crawford. Relationships are hard and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie Crawford. Of course, I love how I always give these intros as if you're not already probably subscribed and you don't know who I am talking to you. But just in case you don't, I like to give, you know, a little disclaimer before we start every single episode to let you know that it's me and not somebody catfishing you through the airwaves. Anyways, you guys, I have a lot to say today. I came ready to spill some tea and talk today, especially because, you know, so basically if you've been listening, which hopefully you have, you know that your girl is on a dating app. For the first time in my life, I am on a dating app. And naturally, it being my first time on a dating app, I am now an expert on dating apps. And I have a lot to say about the things that I am seeing because I am not pleased. So this message is for (laughs) this message is for the cis straight men uh, that listen to this podcast. All four of you. So buckle up. I have things to say to you. I have things to say to you. And I just need, I just need everybody to just, you know, let me know if you feel me on this. Okay. So there, I I have, I don't really have a lot of do's, but I have plenty of don'ts when it comes to what I have been seeing from these men on these apps. Number one, this is a don't. This is something that I need for men on apps to stop doing. No more black and white photos. They are deceiving. No more black and white photos. I cannot tell you how many men that I've come across on these apps or this one app. So I'm an expert because I'm on one app. Let's just make it clear. The black and white photos are deceiving. They're an illusion. I don't like it. I don't like what I'm seeing because I click that photo because I'm like, ooh, he's kind of fine. And then I see the rest of the photos and you're not. And you know that. So let's start with that. (laughs) Let's start with that one first. And then you could put a black and white in there, sprinkle it in somewhere. But the black and white photos, I feel like, are deceiving. I think everybody looks good in a black and white photo. So, like, I get why you would want to use that as your main picture. But if in your black and white photo, you look like Jesse Williams, and then in the rest of your photos, you look like Adam Sandler, I'm confused. And now I feel like I've been lied to. And now I'm hitting X immediately, you know? Even though Adam Sandler's cute to somebody, for me, I just feel, I feel deceived. So that's number one. Black and white is out. Bye. I even thought about putting a black and white photo on my profile. And I was like, even though this is what I look like, I need to practice what I'm preaching right now. Black and white photos are a no. Number two, I think the photos with the dogs are a little overdone. Like, I get it. I get it. But as your main picture with your dog, like, 
tonguing your face down as the main picture. I get that you like your dog, but now I'm under the impression that you like your dog more than you'll like me. And I don't like that. I love my dog. And I do probably like him more than I like most men, but I don't want to give that off. You know, that's, I feel like that's the wrong impression to be getting. And I also don't want to think about your dog putting its tongue in your mouth. So maybe don't post that picture. Let's not post that photo. That's number two. Number three, the cartoons. You are not a cartoon. So I don't need characters from Family Guy popping up on your profile. You are not a character from Family Guy. You are not. You are not a character from American Dad. You are not a rugrat. So (laughs) I need you to post pictures of yourself. You're not an anime character. You are none of those things. You are yourself. You are a human being, hopefully. So please, let's keep the photos to just being you because you're cool. You're a cool guy. You don't need to be homeboy from Rocket Power. That's grow up. Grow up. I'm glad that you are tapped into like your childhood self. But that is just not it for me. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, he's childish. Bye. I don't want it. I don't want it. Sorry. And like, it's hard for me to say this because like, yeah, you're supposed to be yourself. But like, this is kind of like a job interview. Like, this is kind of like you're presenting your portfolio. And if this is what I'm seeing right off the bat, I'm just not taking you seriously. Which leads me to my next thing. Please, no more photos with women in the photo that do not very clearly and explicitly look like they could be your mother. If they don't look like they could be at least your mother or your grandmother's age, let's not put them in the profile. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Because it is so confusing when I see a photo of a cute guy next to a beautiful woman in his dating app profile. Who is she? Who is she? I don't care if she's your identical twin. Unless it's very, very clear you have same nose, same eye, same lips, same hair cut. I don't know that that's not actually your bitch and you're on here trying to swing. Like, I don't know. And I don't want to have to try to think about it. I don't want to have to try to assume. I don't want to have to try to nothing, nothing. Make it clear. Is she your mom or is she your wife? (laughs) I need to know. These are things that I need to know very clearly, cut and concise. Because I've seen it so many times where there was this one guy that I saw his profile. I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. And then I looked deeper into the photo and I said, what, something is here that does not belong. You want to know what it was? It was a bitch's legs over his lap. The girl took the photo of the cute boy and had her legs over his lap and was like leaning back, taking the photo. You couldn't have cropped her leg out of the photo. Like, what are you, what is this illusion that you're trying to give off? Are you trying, if you're trying to show people like, oh, I'm a ladies man, I got bitches. Okay, I believe you. But like, do we need the pictures of like the girl on your shoulders in the pool? And it's just you and her? Because it's giving weird. It's giving, uh, should I DM her? Come to her as a woman? Like, what is going on? Truly, that is very, very confusing to me. I don't understand that. I get it if it's like a group photo setting. Like you're in a group picture, which I also, I don't really feel like group photos are necessary on dating apps. I mean, I get that you want to show that like you have friends and stuff like that, but like it's supposed to be about you. I don't really, I don't have any pictures of anybody that my friends or my family in my photos personally, just because I feel like it's not about them. You trying to date them, you trying to date me. (laughs) Like Maybe I'm wrong. I probably am. Like all of the dating app experts are like, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. But I do because I'm on one dating app for the first time in my life. And I have opinions. So automatically, I am an expert and I know all things about dating apps. So just come to me if you have any questions. I just feel like 
you don't need the group photos. Like, let your stuff shine. Like, you know, if it's like a cool group activity photo, like a bunch of you are in the water scuba diving, like that's cool. But I don't really think that you need photos with Tom, Dick, and Harry all, you know, it's confusing to me. It's very confusing to me, especially when then I X you or like heart your picture. And then the next profile that pops up is your same friend that you had in the last one. Now I feel like I'm cheating. Now I feel like I am doing something wrong and I don't want to feel like that. So that's something else that I've noticed. Another thing that I have noticed also for the guys out there, while I said don't have pictures with bitches on your profile, the best photos that I have seen of guys on these apps have been the ones that were clearly taken by a girl. So if you are looking to have some like cute photos on your app, on your profile, give your photo to like your girl best friend and have her take pictures of you because those pictures are always really, really cute. And I can always tell and like a girl took this photo. Great work. Excellent, excellent work. But it should be very clear that like that girl is not somebody that you're currently fucking if you're trying to fuck me. Like that is, we have to have boundaries. We have to, there are lines. And that's, I'm drawing that one in the sand. Another one. The baby photos seems charming. It's kind of on the same lines as the dog photos. Seems charming at first. Seems very innocent. If it's not explicit that this is not your two-week-old baby in this picture on this app, because then now I think you have your priorities confused. If it's not explicit, don't post that. Stop using people's babies, your fucking coworker's baby, to try to get bitches. It's not working and you're confusing me. I need it. Very clearly well written. This is not my baby. Another thing about the writing. Um, some of these bios, a little too, you're doing a little too much. Some of the jokes are not hitting the way they do. <laughs> not me over here just fucking ripping men apart for their dating profiles. I just feel like somebody has to tell y'all and none of you are even listening to this podcast really. Like there's a small percentage. But if you know somebody send this to them because they need to hear it. And they could hear it from me. I'm happy to, I'm happy to rip them apart for these things because you don't know what you don't know, but I'm here to tell you that the baby shit is confusing. You know what else is confusing? The other day I was tapping, so I'm on Raya. Full disclosure, that's the only app that I'm on. Um, if you see me on any other app, it's not me. I was, you know, doing my, doing my swipes, doing my thing. And this man, came up on the app. And I was like, oh, he's cute. And then I look at his bio. He says that he is happily married and that his wife is incredible. Okay. <laughs> no judgment. Do you. Of course, on Raya, you, well, not of course. If you don't know, on Raya, you have like a direct link to your Instagram. It's like a members-only app for people, influencers and people in the industry, athletes, whatever. So I click on his Instagram and all of the pictures on his profile are with his wife, kissing, making out on boats, very happily in love. What the fuck are you doing here? Why are you here? <laughs> Who invited you? Why are you on this app? And it's not even like you were on the app already and then you got married and then you forgot to delete it. You are on this app telling everybody that you have a wife. What is going on? Like, I, I think some people use Raya, especially as like a networking tool. But I'm pretty sure you could just go to fucking Soul House, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure you could, like, there's something, Bumble BFF, I don't know, something else. I'm pretty sure there's something else out there for you for networking that's not this app. I don't know. Just an idea. 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And if you are swinging and looking for, you know, people to do that with, I'm sure there's also an app for that. But please do not subject me to photos of you and your wife on your sixth year anniversary trip to St. Bart's. I don't want to see it personally. I would like to see it not on this app, preferably. I think those are all my notes for now. But when I when I have more, I will return. I will come back. But those are just like straight off the top what I've just been thinking. And I had to get that shit off because I am confusion about a lot of the things that I am seeing. You know, the music choices, they've been good. The music choices have been good because you can put a song on Raya. But even my sisters have been sending me like screenshots from people on Hinge. And some of the profiles are just like really scary, really scary. And some people come off like way too strong or like too mean or like they're like, I'm only looking for a woman who can cook and clean and make me a sandwich. It's like, uh, okay, well, I'm going to need you to go back to 1950 and go fuck yourself because that's what we're doing right now. Like, who is doing that? Why are you putting like stipulations in your bio? Another thing about the bios, I know on Hinge and some of the other places they put heights, but I appreciate the guys on Raya because they do not require height to be listed. But I appreciate the ones that put it in the bio and they'll be like for the um, for the height queens out there. I'm like me um, because listen, we love our short kings. But anyway, so <laughs> not for me personally. I need to know how tall you are. I'm 5'9". I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I'm not like a huge height person. But if you're 5'6", I don't know if we're going to be a match. And I would like to know that before we go on a date, preferably. So, you know, these are just, these are just some things that I was thinking. Um, and yeah, like I was saying, I'll try to be too jokey-jokey sometimes. Sometimes those can get a little off-putting, I think. Um, but it's also good, I guess, to know your sense of humor. Look at my Libra moon kicking in every five seconds. Like, but it's not but, but, <laughs> but, or it's also good to know, you know, somebody's sense of humor and if you will like vibe or not, but like some of them are just like a little too crass. So like, let's keep it open. Let's keep it like cute. Um, and stop doing those black and white photos. The dog can be in a picture, just maybe not the main. Um, no more stealing babies for your benefit and maybe don't have your ex-girlfriend in your dating profile. Maybe, maybe not. I'm sure she's a great, great gal, but you're not with her now unless you're the guy that I could have matched with that has a wife. So those are my, those are my tidbits. Those are my, that's my two cents as your resident dating app expert. Uh, and yeah, now we're moving on. Until something pops in my head and I'm like, ah, and then make sure. <laughs> but I'll let you know. Oh, you know what? I think that apps should actually include people's zodiac signs in there because you know me, I'm a sleuth. And the the act of having to click on the Instagram and then scroll through the photos and find a photo that could be the birthday post just to figure out what your sign is, is a little, it's a little, it's it's a lot for me. And, you know, while that's a very personal thing that I care about and many people don't. A lot of us do. Like, I need to know, are you a Gemini? I need to know immediately. Are you a Cancer? What's going on? When should I bow out of this situation? How far am I willing to go? 
You guys, I don't know if it's like a part of getting older. You know, I'm going to be 30 this year and I've been doing a lot to really take care of my body and my vitamin routine. It's like I have my skincare routine. I have my vitamin routine. Like I do not play about my vitamins and that is why I love Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high quality personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized recommendation, which helps eliminate the confusion and overwhelm around finding a routine that works. Supplements are an important part of a well-rounded health routine, and Care Of takes out the guesswork that comes with adding vitamins to your daily lifestyle. Each shipment comes with a customized booklet showing you exactly what's in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals. Now, I, like I have told you guys before, love an aesthetic, like I'm all about it. And the fact that the vitamin packs have my name on it just does something for me. It makes me feel like I truly have personalized care, like this is for me. For 50% off of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code CAMI50. That's 50% off of your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering code CAMI50. I really feel like we're growing up together, you guys. Like I feel like one step at a time, one vitamin pop at a time, we are really doing the things and I'm just so proud of us. But enough of that. Let's get back to the podcast. All right. So you guys wrote in as you do. I love y'all so much. And, you know, you need some advice. And clearly I am here to to just give all of the advice today that I possibly can. So let's start with the first one. Okay. So this person wrote in, here's the thing. I'm 31 years old and I really hate making friends. LOL. I know that sounds bad, right? But ever since I could remember, I've always either had a best friend or a group of friends, and one thing would always lead to another, where one of them has hurt me, betrayed me, or we just grew apart. So I really don't have the energy to create new friendships. I'm also a low-maintenance friend, so I don't have to talk to my friends every single day, and I'm A-OK. I really feel lonely at times, though. Granted, I have a husband and my sister who's like my bestie for life, but in some way, I feel out of place that I don't have a solid group of girlfriends. Like, I'll see a group of friends on Instagram or TikTok, or even insecure, and I'll get jealous that I don't have that. I just really don't have the energy to get hurt again. Is it me? First of all, it's not you. There are a lot of people who are dealing with this. I was talking to one of my sisters about this recently, actually, because I personally have had the same core group of friends for pretty much all my life. I have my best friend, Fumi, who I've known since the third grade. She just turned 30. Hail. She's been telling everybody she's 25 for the past five years. So I'm just proud to be able to say that she's 30 without her trying to punch me in the face. So Fumi, Jesse, who I've been friends with since high school, uh, my friend Anj, and then I have, you know, my cousins and I have all my other friends that I've met kind of, you know, throughout my life as far as girlfriends, like my friends that I have had, I've had for at least 10 years, um, a lot of them. And, you know, the newer friends also play a huge role in my life. My friend Steph, too, who I've known for the past, I think, I don't know, nine or 10 years. It's been a long time. Like a lot of my friends I've had for a really, really long time. And I feel so lucky and blessed to have them in my life because when I tell you that nothing could fucking operate in my life without them, nothing could operate without them. Like I I need my girls. I need my friends. And on top of my sisters, you guys know I have five sisters. And then I have my cousin, Emily, who's like my basically my sister, um, my second brain. Um, and 
you know, I have other friends in my life too that I know that I can count on. But for as far as like long friendships, I have some pretty long ones. And, you know, one of my sisters was saying that she she doesn't feel like she has that because, you know, for whatever reason, same things like people change, people grow, whatever happens, like you may not have had that opportunity at that time to be able to cultivate those long friendships. And it happens. It happens. It doesn't mean that you are not a quality friend. It doesn't mean that you're not capable of having those kinds of friendships. It just means that whatever happened along the road, you didn't get that opportunity. But it doesn't mean that it's too late either, which is always the good thing. It's just really about opening yourself up, which is something that I've also had to learn because I have those long friendships. It's a lot harder for me to make new friends because I don't trust people the same way that I trust my friends from 10, 12 years ago. Like, you know, so I I get like your dilemma on the opposite side because it makes it really hard for me to be able to make new friendships and like consider somebody to be like, oh, like this is my this is my new bitch. Like because in the back of my mind, I'm like, bitch, I don't really know you. (laughs) You could be anybody like you're not my best friend from the third grade. Like it's 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 different sometimes when you have like equity with people, you know, and then trying to make new equity with new people. It feels like new real estate. It feels like gentrification. It feels really, really awkward and strange. So I can understand your perspective, but on the opposite end of it. You know, I think I would just, I would just try to see if there is any place that you can make new friends in a different environment that still feels very you. So this is what I was telling my sister. I was like, if you go to the same Pilates class every day at 9 a.m., you're probably going to run into the same people at the same class at that same time. Afterwards, if you vibe with anybody or like, you know, like shit happens in the classes, maybe the teacher's being annoying, you tap the girl to the left of you and be like, bitch, you hear this bitch? She's getting on my nerves or it's hot as fucking here. Like something you can make conversation with in the class. And then maybe afterwards you'd be like, I'm going to run next door and get like a smoothie. They have this really great one. Like, do you want to come? Or like, it, it could be just like that. Or if it's at work and you have a coworker that you think is cool, but you just don't know how to approach her about hanging out. You could be like, hey, like, I'm going to go run to Sweet Green and get a salad. Like, do you want to come with me? Or like, were you like, what were you thinking? You want to get drinks after this? Like, it's been a really rough week for us, blah, blah, blah. Like, there are little things that you can do to put yourself in the position to make some new friendships. There's also Bumble BFF, which I've heard great things about where, you know, you meet people who kind of are on the same vibe as you as far as what you like to do. Um, There are workshops. If you go to like a a pottery class, like you're going to meet people that are into at least one of the same things as you. And there's chances are that you have a lot more to be able to bond about. So I just think sometimes like creating and establishing some sort of routine for yourself can help you meet people who are aligned in the same kind of ways that you are mentally, spiritually, whatever it is. If you go to the same church, you know, every single service you go to the 11 a.m. service on a Saturday, you're probably going to run into the same kind of people. So make conversations, like open it up a little bit. I know if, you know, you say you're married and I don't know if you have kids or anything like that, but when you're married, I feel like that person kind of becomes like your go-to best friend. So, and when you have sisters, like I do, or a family that you're really close to, that becomes more like your go-to person than a best friend would. But there's something to having a, a best friend that like you can talk shit about your sister with. Like Everybody needs somebody to be able to go and like vent to. Maybe you want to talk shit about your husband. You need a best friend. Like 
it's it's fun to have some friends to be able to talk to. I also think I want to take back the word best friend because not everybody has to be your best friend. Like you can just have friends that are cool that you vibe with. But the whole best friend title, I feel like, not that it's a lot of pressure on the other person, but I feel for me personally, it holds weight in my mind. Like if I say somebody is my best friend, that's because I've known them since we were in Tankinis. Like my best friend, Fumi, who we met when we were in Tankinis, limited to. Okay. If you don't know what a Tankini is, don't worry about it. The past is in the past. <laughs> we're not talking about those anymore. But yeah, I, I think that there's just like, there's a lot of pressure on the friendship thing, but I get why, because they say that like your best friend is more likely to outlive your significant other. So like create some, cultivate some good relationships because it, it's good too. I was watching this TikTok recently about, this girl was talking about friendships and she was talking about girlfriends. And like, if you run into a girl, a lot of times, you know, pygmy bitches, they'd be like, I don't, I hang out with the boys. I don't really get along with girls. I personally don't feel like that is a good thing. <laughs> like you can hang out with the boys all you want, but to say I don't get along with girls tells me that it's actually probably something having to do with you. Maybe you're hang, trying to be a part of the wrong girlfriend groups, or maybe you just need to like check yourself a little bit because there's nothing wrong with girls. If you find the right group of girls, there's nothing wrong with them. Trust me, I have had plenty of girl friendships and none of us have ever had a falling out. I've also had girl friendships where we have had falling outs and I never speak to them again. But my main group of girls, there's no cattiness. There's no bitterness. There's no jealousy. I don't keep that shit around me and neither do my friends who are real. So I think, you know, in that sense, if, if you feel like you're not making friends because you don't get along with girls, we're going to need to dive a little deeper and like unpack why that could be because that's a completely different story. But... Yeah, I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> just, just shouting. I'm just blurting out ideas today and hoping somebody receives it somewhere. But I think create a routine for yourself. Try to start going to the same places at similar times. See who you meet and like just put yourself out there. And guess what? Just because it doesn't hit the first time doesn't mean it won't hit the second time. Like don't get discouraged. Don't like this is what I was talking to my sister about expectations. When you go into something expecting a particular result, you're probably going to be disappointed every single time. So go in with no expectations. Your only expectation can be for yourself. I'm going to go put myself out there. I'm going to try this new thing. I'm going to go to this class for the first time and see how many people I can introduce myself to. I'm going to go to this networking event and try to make some connects. Like that is the only expectation you can have. You cannot have expectations of what the environment is going to be like when you get there. You can't have expectations of the people that are going to be there, how they're going to react to you. You can only do what you can do for yourself. So I'm going to put myself out there. And regardless of what the outcome is, I'm proud of myself because I did that thing. So that's my advice. Like don't have any like minds frame or mindset of like, I'm going to make four friends by the end of this week. Like, no, probably not going to fucking happen because there's not that many great people out there unless you run into me four times. <laughs> we can be best friends four times. But like, it's not, that's not, that's not even realistic. Like just give yourself the one task of going and trying something new this week or this weekend because it's Friday. So try something new this weekend and be proud of yourself for that. But like, as far as the outcomes, 
it doesn't really fucking matter because you already did the one thing that you needed to do, which was put yourself out there. And that's good enough. And whoever you meet, you meet. Because a lot of times when you have like expectations of how things are going to happen, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. And you don't need to be disappointed. You need to just keep moving in that energy. Okay, next one. Hello, besties. I would like to remain anonymous. I've been with my boyfriend for three years. My daughter just graduated and is about to go away to college. Yes, I'm a little older than you guys. Haha. <laughs> we love it, girl. We love it. I'll be an empty nester and I'm ready to take our relationship to the next level, engagement slash living together. He says he isn't ready, which makes me feel some type of way because I feel that after three years, a person should know. My question is, do I walk away? Do men have a different timeline? That's what he told me. Thank you for your time. Take care. Hmm. You know, this one is kind of tough, but also not because I'm going to talk to you how I feel now being single and having invested five years into a relationship that obviously ended. I feel like nobody needs that fucking long to figure out if you're the one. Three years is a long time. So what is the confusion? What are you not ready for? What is your timeline? Like, what are the plans here? Like, these are conversations that need to be had after three years. These conversations need to be had. Where I'm at now, I feel within six months to a year, you should know. (laughs) Hello? It's either a yes or a no. It's either a yes or a no. I'm either the one or I'm not. You're either the one or you're not. That's that. I don't need, you don't need three years to figure that out. You can figure that out. I think, I think that most men have that figured out within the first couple of dates. If you are the quality woman that they're looking for, like whatever their type is or, you know, whatever, they have it pretty much figured out right off the bat. If you're just a fuck, they have that figured out immediately. They, they know. But if you are the type of woman that they would want to settle down with, they pretty much know that pretty soon into things. And you know, as time goes on, obviously you you create a deeper understanding for each other, a deeper love for each other, and you really, really get to know that person inside and out. But after a year, I, most people that I've known for about a year, I, I kind of know who the fuck they are. <laughs> so after three, I really know you. I really know you. Probably have smelled your morning breath. Like I know you. We know each other. So we don't, there's no confusion about w- what what this is or what this is going to be. In this situation, you're about to enter a new phase of your life where you have more free time than before because your daughter's leaving and, you know, you can really spend your days doing you and like trying to figure out new things about yourself probably that you didn't realize before, which is also going to leave more time for dating and like being able to put yourself out there more and meet new people. So I don't know what's going on in his life. If it's like a financial thing or he wants to be more established, whatever. To me, honestly, I think that guys who are like, oh, I want to be more financially stable. I want to be more successful in my career. I want to, there's never going to be an end to that. And you're never 1000% ready for anything. Like you're never like, oh yes, I am 1000% ready to bear financial responsibility with somebody else moving forward. Like these are things that you do together. Like these, this is a part of the relationship. This is a part of the growth. Like these are things that happen. This is normal. This is the normal trajectory of building something with someone. Now, if you're not ready to give up your independence 
to, you know, have to check in with somebody else full time as a married couple, if you're not ready to, you know, give up your independence of living on your own, if you're not ready to give up being selfish with your time, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not ready for that, that's a completely different thing. And you have to be clear on that. And like the person that you're dating has to be clear with you about what that is. So I don't know. I feel personally that sometimes like in this situation, I think an ultimatum is appropriate or not even an ultimatum. I would just be like, okay, well, that's you. But on the other hand, me, oh, I'm finna turn up. Like I would be like, okay, you don't want to be married right now. Great. Let me know when you do, because I'm ready to be married. I am ready for this step in my life. I've already closed this one chapter. I'm a successful mom who has now just sent my daughter off to college, which also fucking bravo to you for doing that. I've done this thing. Now I'm looking to enhance my life in this way. This is the next thing that I'm looking to do. And if you're not ready to get on that fucking ship, the ship is sailing regardless. Okay? I don't know of a fucking plane that hasn't taken off because a bitch was at home still packing her suitcase and said, oh, sorry, JetBlue, I'm not ready. JetBlue is like, okay, bitch, (laughs) come back tomorrow. (laughs) Come back tomorrow at the same time. The plane is still taking off. Like, you can still go about your life and still do you. And whenever he's ready, he can circle the block. But if he's not and you're taken, then that's just too fucking bad. But I wouldn't sit around and wait three more years. Like, you have to take inventory also of how much time do you got? Like, how much time are you willing to spend here? I I get, like, love is obviously a factor, but, like, how much time are you willing to spend on somebody that is not ready to spend the amount of time with you that you're ready to spend with them. Like, you know, you don't have to wait. That's just my opinion. That's just what I think. I I don't know. It's up to you. Do you walk away? Maybe you don't have to fully walk away, but you should step to the side. (laughs) I I would definitely do a little side step and be like, oh, okay, well, I'm over here. Let me know when you're willing to join me. But I think another thing with men is that If you teach them that you will go back on your word, they will think that you will go back on your word every single time about the same thing. So you have to stand firm and and like get with it or get lost sometimes with them. And I think this is one of those situations because you're clearly ready to level up and or or just like next level your life. And he's not. And that's okay. But he has to know that there's a chance that he could possibly lose you in the process. So everybody has their own timeline. He's right. He's right about that. You definitely have your own timeline, but (laughs) you might miss out along the way. Hey, Cammie, I have a question. My boyfriend of four years brought up to me the other day that he's thinking about getting a part-time job at a supplement store in our town. He says he will save money on supplements with the discount and it will be a little less of an expense. He's moving jobs and taking a pay cut. So he's thinking of extra income too. But the kicker is his ex-girlfriend is the store manager there. And is there basically six days a week? Lord have mercy. Okay. I don't think I have any other option than to just accept it. I can't control what he does, but I'll feel uncomfortable in this situation. He dated her a little bit before we did, and they stayed, quote unquote, friends after. I have seen some of their texts from before we were together, and he was very much talking like he wanted more than just to be her friend. She broke up with him. I trust him. I am just worried that this will put an unnecessary strain on our relationship a discount, and a tiny bit of extra money. Any advice is appreciated. 
Oh. <laughs> okay, so there's there's two things going on in my brain. Number one is if you trust someone, then you trust them. And whatever they do with that trust is really up to them. Um, the other part of me is absolutely the fuck not. No, you need a fucking discount code. You better check online every single week when they have 10% off. Ugh. For some, for what supplements are they? I can make them. I can make them at home. You don't even have to go. <laughs> like that's the other, that's the other part of my brain. But let's go with the first part of my brain for a second. Uh, no, I think they're, no, they're, they're a little bit, uh, there's an overlap going on right now for both, <laughs> for both ideas. I just, uh, I hope that you have explicitly stated that you are uncomfortable with the situation because that is an uncomfortable situation. I'm not sure how he got the job, if she got him the job or what, but the fact that you saw their texts before which was four years ago. So, you know, things change. But like, if he was actively pursuing this woman and now she potentially got him a job at a place and he's talking about he needs a discount, it kind of sounds like he might just want to spend extra time with the bitch. Maybe he really cares about the discount, but like, is it worth creating strife in your relationship? I don't know, buddy. I'm <laughs> not exactly sure. Yeah, like extra income. I get it. But like there's no other supplement store in town for a part-time job. Uh, I don't know. I would I would see how it goes. And I don't want to say to monitor it because you shouldn't have to monitor the person that you're with. Like if you trust them, you should not have to. I'm not fucking babysitting any any man, period. So you shouldn't have to do those things. But he should also be going above and beyond to make you feel comfortable considering the fact that this is such an uncomfortable situation for you. But I would make that explicitly clear to him that like, like you need to just have an open dialogue and just be like, listen, I know that you're doing this for this reason. And I can appreciate that. And I understand that. But I need you to understand how uncomfortable this makes me feel. I'm really trusting you with this situation, even though like intuitively, I want to trust you. But as a woman and as like a, a person with a heart and like, feelings. I, I, I don't I don't know that I trust that situation between you, but I'm trusting you. So I need you to respect that trust and honor that trust that I'm giving to you and just see what happens, child, because you can't make him, you can't force anybody to do anything. You can't force anybody to do anything or not to do anything. So write me back. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. I don't know how you saw the text though. Were you going through his phone? Yeah, you were. Yeah, it's okay. I want to tell you not to do that anymore, but then I kind of need you to like check in in like three months and see if you've been texting the girl about anything other than vacation time. <laughs> I need to know. But it's also like, uh, who wants to do that? I don't even know, girl. I don't even know. I don't even know. You have to play that one by ear. Okay, last question. Okay, question. I need to break up with my therapist, but I don't know how. I started seeing her weekly a few months ago. I had this feeling like we don't really connect and our sessions sometimes feel weird. She's extremely nice, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. How do I tell her that I just don't think it's a good fit? Is email appropriate or should I do it over Zoom when we meet? But then we'd have a session planned and it would either have to be before or after. Love you, bestie. Oh, 
Oh, it says, I'm a Cancer sun, Cancer moon, and Sagittarius rising. So you already know I don't want to hurt her feelings. Child, the Cancer is jumping out. Poor thing. Because the Sag is like, bitch, let's go. Fuck her. <laughs> cancer is like, but her feelings. I get it. I mean, I luckily have not had to go through this. But if you guys heard um, our episode with Rod that we did last week, we were talking about he said that he had a graduation from his therapist, which I was like, I would be in my feelings if my therapist was like, you're going to need to find somebody else because I can no longer. This is outside of my wheelhouse. Whatever they say, like they try to make it nice, but it sounds kind of fucking shady to me, but I haven't had to go through it. So (laughs) I can't even say anything. But I feel like the best way to do it is to just cancel your next session and find somebody else. Like if you've already pre-booked a session, you could be like, hi, I'm dealing with some things right now and I'm going to have to uh, reschedule or I'm going to have to cancel this week's session. I'll let you know when I'm ready to reschedule. And then you just never reschedule. But I don't think you should go through a whole other session that you're paying for if it's if you're not getting what you need out of it. Therapists are all about setting boundaries, right? And like standing up for whatever, whatever they tell us. You know, clearly I'm not listening. Sorry, Kelly. Sometimes I do, though. Sometimes I do. But I feel like that's the best way to do it. Like the next session that you have or whenever you have it set up for just in advance because their time is valuable too. hit them up and be like, hey, dealing with some things right now or like schedule got really hectic. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm ready to reschedule so that they don't say like, oh, well, when do you want to reschedule? You can automatically preemptively say, I'll let you know when I'm ready. And then you just never do. And then if they ever come back and like check in on it, just be like, Hey, yeah, like, you know, I really appreciate all of your help. I decided to go in a different direction. That way you can break up later. You don't have to even break up right now because it sounds like it's too much right at this moment. I hope that helps. Okay, y'all. I feel like I've run my mouth so much today, but I think we made a lot of progress. I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, all of the black and white images that are across the apps, across the universe are gone. And all of the dog tongue-licking pictures are obliterated and all of the ex-girlfriends in the photos on the apps are a thing of the past. I'm hoping (laughs) that here on this day, we have made the changes that we need to see in the world. And I appreciate all of you for being here, for listening, for all of you who bought the fucking merch. Shout out to y'all, okay? We are adult sippy cupping all motherfucking summer long. We're putting rosé in that bitch, period. The hoodies, the tees, the hats. We have so much more to come and we have so many ideas, you know, bouncing around. And I just, I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. So thank you. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.